Oh, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to No Sir Pod. Carmen Morales here as your host. And this week, I am joined on the road, a uh, little roadcast, with Mr. Jeremiah Watkins. Hello. Hello. Hello there. How, how the fuck are you, buddy? First of all, thank you for of bullshitting course. with me for an hour. Right? No, of course. And it's happening. We're doing it. We're in Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. Albany. Uh, having an unsuspecting good time in a place I didn't expect to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the shows have been pretty fucking fun. Um, who knew? Who knew two fun people could have a fun time? I know, right? Yeah. It's two high energy pals <laughs> going up right after each other. Yeah. I was actually kind of stoked that they've been uh, that we've been doing some two person shows. Yeah, we uh, the first night we were here, the host canceled last minute, so they were like, we don't have a host, would you please be willing to do a two-man? And I was like, oh no, I'd prefer a two-man, I know yeah. how to host. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's been nice, um, yeah. you know, it's always nice to work with somebody you know, and to, you know, to know somebody you work with. Do you know yep. what I mean? As far as like skill level and... Absolutely. Yeah, so it makes it a, a way more cohesive show too, because you... It makes it feel like, oh, okay, these people like each other. They're friends. Mm-hmm. It's not disjointed at all. It also doesn't feel like uh, sometimes you get paired up with people who the comedy styles are a little bit too different where it's like, oh, yeah. this doesn't really match. It's, it mismatches in a bad way. Like I'll do do um, shows with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe on the road and we're actually a really good pair because I'm very positive and high energy mm-hmm. and he is lower energy and negative. So it's yeah. a really good well-rounded show yeah everybody gets a little something yeah 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 exactly. yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes yeah sometimes it's also uh the odd like an odd pairing in like um r- like written rhythm do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like rhythm or two like if the energy because we're both high energy so like it's that's hasn't been a problem either it's like luckily um, we're like two different shades of high energy though mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean that helps yeah, I'm a, a mouthy lot. broad, and you're like here to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them are like, I don't hate either one of these. This is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice palette. Have you had anybody? Um, this is this will be fun. Have you had anybody uh, insult you while trying to compliment you? Because I've gotten a couple of those this weekend. You know, oh, like you mean for after, me after the shows, mm-hmm, like when I mean, people don't know how to compliment you. Like, so for me, it's usually like, I don't like women, but you're good. Or, oh my <laughs> goodness, that's brutal. Yeah, I get that one a lot. Listen, I'm women on my forte. You yeah, know listen, I can't stay broads, but you're not bad. But here's the thing you ain't half bad yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I thought you was going to be horrible based on the way that you was looking based and being on your a woman and all. Yeah. And female face and whatnot <laughs> and your genetic makeup. But other than that, you know, your punchlines. We're okay. <laughs> you know, you kind of remind me of a dude when you do the comedy because it doesn't remind me of a broad. It was really nice. Yeah, how dude like you are on stage? That's where the <laughs> funny comes from. <laughs> yeah, like I get those that shit all the time. Like, and a lot of times it's by chicks. It's like chicks are like, I don't like female. Sometimes comedians. they're more vicious than, than yeah. the guys. Like, yeah, with, like with each other. You know, they feed on their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of like Democrats. <laughs> 
they're cannibalistic to a point where it's uh you know you're you're killing us right (laughs) um but yeah so uh has anybody given anything like that like sometimes people say shit like that to me i mean i've gotten it for so many years this is the main one that i've gotten from Mm -hmm. it's funny uh i've gotten this from comics and audience members uh and i get it a lot less now because i have more of the punchlines and the jokes to back it up but uh I still do some kind of elaborate act outs. Um, mm-hmm. But back in the day, I wouldn't have as much of a payoff that's needed for the elaborate act out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people would come up to me after the show, they'd be like, wow, man, you, you really commit. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like that's why that's say anything at that trying. point. They're looking for a compliment. They're you can see that they're looking in their head. Like, what do I say? Nice. Mm-hmm. You committed. Like, that's what you settle on. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's a universal one that ha- used to happen a lot. I wonder how many people say that at a wedding. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you know, you uh, you committed. Yeah, yeah, you decided to do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've had some people after shows where they're like, "Can I, uh, can I give you a a, a tip or or whatever?" And uh, absolutely not. I always go, "No, thank you." Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten to way better about it. I used to be like, "Ah, sure, whatever," and then like I've gotten to be like, "I I think I'm good, man. I appreciate it though." Yeah, because <laughs> it's always something that's not nice. Give me some of the bad that. ones. Yeah. I don't know. What, are, what were the two? I'm just trying to think. Trying hey, to could think. you just not be yourself? Like, no, I think, you know, yeah, it's more like, you know, I think you'd be more approachable or whatever if you did this or that. And I'm like, okay, okay I got it. Yeah. That's all. That's also notes that have dropped off from over the years as mm-hmm. well. Like you, you start figuring certain things out on, on your own that connect with a little bit more of a broad audience because uh, we were talking in the green room. I used like... I'm still very like alternative compared to a lot of club comedians, but um, I used to be even more out there in a way that was not accessible to audiences, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was just more like I'm going into this outer space territory and I'm hoping for people to come along, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not giving them the proper... You're already up in orbit and they're not, they're like, I don't even know how to get there. Yeah, and exactly. Whereas now you're grabbing their hand and shooting off in the rocket yeah, and taking them exactly. to a weird place and then like, oh, now I know how to get here. Yeah, I'm holding you walk their hand yeah, yeah, while yeah. we're jumping on the moon together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Which the goal is nice. at least. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that's something that everybody figures out how to learn. Like when so, uh, so many comics, like when they start off... They try to be so severe, and they're like nobody has any point of reference. Well, they you know, see or, they see guys who do it masterfully, like you know the Bill Burrs and mm-hmm. you know the CKs and his prime and all that stuff. When they would take a topic that's very controversial at the top of the joke and just say something controversial, but then they don't have the skills to dig themselves out like those other comics do. Yeah, mm-hmm. then they just be the guy saying controversial things on stage with no punchlines to back it up. Yeah, there's no humor in it. It's yeah. just like oh okay. Now you're just making a room uncomfortable yeah, not, for no now reason. Now you're just saying buzzwords. You yeah. Know, to <laughs> yeah. piss people off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that happens like with any, like, because when I first started, I did like way more characters on stage. And um, and that would always be the, oh, I, lo- I love your energy. It would be, they would love my energy. But it was just because I would be able to get into these characters, but I didn't have strong enough punchlines. You didn't have your seconds. outs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't that's, have my outs. That's one of the hardest things in sketch comedy is uh, the end of that scene. Mm hmm. Is that out? Not and ending that, it with a fucking lull. Well, and that's so many <laughs> sketches. I mean, you've seen SNL. So many of those sketches sometimes don't have a hard enough out. Well, that's what I'm. I, I'm surprised that 
because they farm people for, for so many years from Second City, I'm really surprised that they haven't done this thing where you have an improv background, you know, um, uh, like blackouts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why, why do why they don't never they do those that? on Saturday I don't know. Night Live? That's because supposed to be like, that's the hard out. Is it's it, I the mean, hard out. The, yeah. It's just like a silly punchline and that's your hard out. It's not this slow, like, demise of the scene. Mm-hmm. It's literally like one, two, boom, out. Yeah. Like, so you can still do that with a longer scene and then just hit that punchline and then lights, you know, like, or yeah. transition to title card. Or just cut, just cut to a fake commercial. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they still have the TV magic. It doesn't have to, the reason it went black is because they were, we were in a live performance space. Yeah. So there is no cut. I don't know. know. I, I always, I always was curious about that, why that never got used if they just wanted to separate themselves more from. Those those kind of uh, improv like mm-hmm. theater kind of things, but yeah. I'm like I think that would work well for TV. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and, and, and again, like it's it's very easy for them to cut the. It's not like it, it's all completely live. They can have the others set yeah. set up, cut, go to a digital short, and then go to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason why they couldn't be incorporated. I think it would save a lot of. Like, I think it would save a lot of sketches <laughs> yeah. from petering out to the point where it's not as funny anymore. And sure. they're like, oh, that was kind of good, but... No. Yeah, why not yeah. go on out on a firewax? Yeah. Bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 Has there been anything that's happened on this run so far that you have not liked? Uh, only our Friday Late Show. Friday Late Show and <laughs> and the awful food we ate yesterday. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Carmen! I have had pretty good luck with food on the road lately, mm-hmm. but my card was pulled yesterday. <laughs> you got too many punches, buddy. I had too many. <laughs> They're like the 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 gods of the road were mm-hmm. like, you need nope. to come back down to planet Earth Mm-mm. and uh, yeah. Sometimes we, you we don't ate win. At this place in Schenectady already a red flag. Just yeah. the name. <laughs> I've never even been there, but Schenectady. Let's oh let's set the stage. Okay, what happened was is there's a young comic that works at the club that and Jeremiah had mentioned that he wanted Italian food and he was like, Oh, there's this bomb ass place in Schenectady. I right. gotta take you to it. It's called Johnny's. It's amazing. One of the best Italian places I've ever had. Okay, cool. So then uh you tell me about it and I'm like, eh, we'll see. I'm Italian. We'll right, see. Right, right. I was immediately skeptical. Already skeptical, and I was like, well, okay, Carmen, right, you're, a, you're a pretty positive person. This is, <laughs> this is, your spidey senses are tingling in a weird way right now. <laughs> so he picks us up. We drive all the way to Schenectady. We go to Johnny's. It's, it's not an easy drive, by the way. It's not. It's a 20, 25-minute drive. It's a 25-minute drive because, uh, we're again, it's in a different city. We're mm-hmm. not in Albany anymore. Um, so I was had, like, you had to pay a toll. We had to pay a toll. <laughs> I know because his girlfriend complained about it the yeah, whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we drive all the way to Schenectady, and we get we get to the place. We park. It's fucking freezing, by the way, in Albany right now. And, and we windy. walk a few blocks. Yeah, to, we walk a yeah. few few bucks to get there. We get there, doors locked. Because why? Because they're only open for dinner on Saturday. Yep. It was something that was not investigated closely enough before we went there. Homeboy didn't even Google the place to see if it was open before we drove half hour to get there. And then, so now we're like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Oh, shit. And then he's like, well, there's this place, Bombers. Let's just go to there, which is two doors down. And we're like, all right. I go, really? And he goes, yeah, that was one of the places that I mentioned to you that was really good when you were asking for a good local spot. So I go, okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So we walk there and... (laughs) 
It is the, first of all, nobody that works there looks like they're working there. It looks like their friends work there and they went to the bathroom and these people are pretending to work there. There's a girl sitting in a booth and then like uh, this girl behind the counter, I asked about something on the menu and then she goes, I don't know. Hey, um, and she calls over to the girl who's sitting at a booth in street clothes yeah. that does not even look like she it works there It looks like at all. she's in a text argument, too, like could not even be interested yeah. in what's happening at yeah. this establishment. And <laughs> and then so she starts asking about the, he starts asking about the menu, like, what do you recommend? Da, 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 da. And um, so we're all just trying to like, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's and, like, and the employees told me to avoid multiple things, by the way. Yeah. I was like, don't eat, the, yeah, don't eat the, don't eat the pork, don't eat the beef. I mean, maybe the chicken, but not all the different kinds of chicken. Maybe just the, so it was like basically got narrowed down to like one or two things, yeah. that you should order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got that, and uh, you know, splurged, got chili cheese fries too. Those were actually half decent. <laughs> they were decent. They were not bad. Uh, and then uh, we start eating it, and uh, Carmen and I both didn't finish our burritos, and I love Mexican food. So for me to not finish... And even, to be fair, this wasn't Mexican food. This was like, like white boy Tex-Mex. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it like was a, not authentic. Yeah, no, no. Because no. I had to ask... Like, they they cut up one of the things that they put on there as the toppings. It was, it was fresh cut jalapenos, but like they were diced and it looked just strange. I was like, what what are those? She goes, oh, they're jalapenos. I go, okay. But, and I love jalapenos. Those did not mix well with... It was like a barbecue... Uh, chicken thing that i had mm-hmm. it was very strange yeah yeah and then, <laughs> and then and then and then they were like uh oh you were like no cilantro and they're like we don't have cilantro and i was like oh all right good good move on the mix the tex-mex oh yeah you don't even have one of the main yeah, things yeah, that yeah, somebody yeah. would ask not have and um and you know what it was like? It was like if you took like a Tijuana flats and took away all the seasoning and in all of the flavor, because there there was at one point, I know you were like, you were like even picking it because they put so much cheese on your burrito. They put clumps of cheese. I love cheese, but it <laughs> so was literally I. overpowering everything. And I had to start scooping the cheese off of it. Just so you could see what the, the Just rest so of it Just so I could see the rice and the beans. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> And not only not only that, but I kind of think you probably shouldn't have taken the cheese out because you weren't getting paid off by tasting the rest of the food. I know, I know. <laughs> you should have just I took off one of the burrito. best main ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really messed up there. So yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. See, it was finish. so fucking bland. It was awful. It but was then we so got bad. gelato and it made up for it. It did. It there was, was really an good. actual Italian place around the corner, I, which I think they are also owned by the Johnny's place because they had advertisements for the Johnny's place uh, in that place. So I was okay. like, that was probably well, when you walked that, in, it smelled it fucking smelled Italian. It smelled like a legit bakery mm-hmm. as soon as you walked in, and yeah. then we saw cannolis and stuff like in the window, and we're like, yeah. oh wow, okay, this looks pretty legit. It was legit so much so that they were like, we don't even normally sell gelato when it's this cold out um, but we keep it in the back if you guys want it and then <laughs> we had an argument with a lady there because I asked one of the guys I was like what's the flavors and he said some Italian word I forgot what it was but he was like it's basically like the fucking cannoli cream there's like chocolate chips and blah 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 <clears throat> and then I was like oh I'll try that and then this the chi- this chick that's like when I'm, we're ringing it up she's like oh that's just vanilla with chocolate chips in it that's not and I was like we just tasted it. Kind of, it kind of tastes. Yeah, it tastes like cannoli. It tastes like cannoli. Yeah. And then she's like, "No, it's not. It's not that. It's just vanilla with chocolate chips." And I was like, "This doesn't even taste like fucking vanilla, dude." Yeah. But all right, whatever. You you know, take it up with your coworker. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I already bought it, so. Um, 
But yeah, so the gelato definitely made up for it, but my stomach was upset. So to tie a whole ribbon on this story, uh, on the Late Show last night, uh, I polled the audience. I go, I went to this place in Schenectady called Bombers. By round of applause, is it good or is it bad? Massive boos. Massive boos from all over the crowd. <laughs> and I, uh, uh, my buddy Mike, who took us there, was very sweet. He took uh, us there with uh, his girlfriend, Bailey. We all had a great time, but we were busting his balls after the show. And I go, dude, were you in there? He goes, I was sweating when you, <laughs> when you pulled the crowd Poor on that. And I know. Was, it, was, it was so sweet of him. He just to, wanted us to have a good time. And we did. We actually ended up getting a great story out of it. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. But it was funny. Like the massive response was like, like I and I talked to people after the show. They're like, "Oh, that place is awful." And then I talked to this Italian dude, uh, uh, and I was like, "Oh, what about Johnny's?" He goes, "Eh, that place is okay." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "You need to go here." <laughs> it was so funny. That is funny. <laughs> we should go check that place know, out and yeah. write a fucking review. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we did. We had a classic late show Friday where people were exhausted i literally and i do this joke sometimes when people aren't giving you energy where it's like you guys seem like you're on xanax but this audience was fucking on xanax yeah it was hard for them to blink you know what i mean like their eyelids were so heavy yeah i called a man a sleepy cat (laughs) he was a sleepy cat all he needed was a cat ear and he goes no you're a sleepy cat i go go, you freaking got me dude (laughs) i go i like you (laughs) (laughs) this guy gets it man gets it he's not taking crap from me He's ripping on me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's dive into it. Give me some shit you don't like. Oh, I made a little list because I do my homework. At a point. You know what I mean? I didn't even get that. Um, Okay, this is... uh, Have you ever been in a car with somebody? It's usually your car where you maybe park a little bit too close to a curb and you have a passenger in your passenger seat and they open the door... And it goes. Yes. Well, especially in Los Angeles, because those curbs are three feet high for some reason. Like in no other city has is that as much of an issue as it is in Los Angeles. In other places, it's grass where you open it and then you get get stuck stuck. in the grass. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you either have to. My thing is, is a lot of people of the big pet peeve of it is they try to drag it while it's like stuck stuck and it or makes dragging it way worse makes it so you literally worse. have to sit like you have to stand up out of the car because it's your weight that's that's putting it down yeah. on that side of the car yeah and then you have to lift the door like you literally have to lift it from the grass or the concrete mm-hmm. and then shut it and a lot of times if you, just you getting out will give you enough room yeah. to close it regularly oh, for sure but yeah i have to yeah but I, i've had that happen with multiple people even if it's not my car that sound to me is one of the worst. That, that yeah, it's like a nat, like a natural occurring nails on a chalkboard. Yes. That's how that happens. Yes. and it's it's brutal. And I just know that it's causing damage to whoever's car. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is this is killing me. This is absolutely killing me right yeah, now. Yeah, you can always tell who has a piece of shit car because they're the ones that drag it. Whereas, right, like, right, right. I'm always like, oh my god, because like I always, you know, I never want to cause anybody any grief. So anytime I hear that, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I'm like, can you get out? And then if you can get out, then it'll probably help a little <laughs> yeah, bit. And then the if I can thing. get out, yeah, it's a process. But I'm just. I also, I'm one of those people that when I get out and if there's a wall or something like that, I'll cup 
the end of the door so mm-hmm. that my hand hits the wall and the door doesn't hit the wall. See, that's very courteous. I it's appreciate a, yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's just, you that's know, it's just, uh, why would I want, especially if I'm a car, somebody I like, why would I want to fucking ruin their shit? I remember my sister, this was like in like middle school or whatever when she did this. She literally, she was not looking where she was going at all. We were going to like a Starbucks with one of our buddies and she popped the door open so hard like and there was a car next to it and it dented <gasps> it like immediately and my buddy who's driving he goes and he literally Moved. backs up his car Moved. to mm-hmm. the other side of the parking lot because he's like i he's like i can't afford to pay for somebody's car right now yeah it was uh somebody did that while i was in the car i was at the golden gate bridge in San Francisco, and I was there, and I was like, I was just gonna go take a picture to do a promo or whatever, something like that. Yeah. And I'm sitting in my car, and because it's fucking freezing and windy as shit, so I'm sitting there trying to like warm myself up for the walk to get over there. And then there's this like family, this tiny little uh, like Asian family that's coming, and this antique woman comes and just slams the back door into my car, and I get out, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, what do you mean, oh, sorry? You just dented my fucking car. I was like, how does that old bitch even have the strength to fucking, you know what I mean? She's, she summoned it. <laughs> seriously. I was like, who are you mad at? I've never met you people. So how do you deal with that? Like, what's the I mean, next step? It was like an, I mean, I don't know. I didn't want to call it cops. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, you just got pissed. Yeah, right? I just got mad. Yeah. So then there was nothing really I could do. I mean, I, so I just have a dent, in, like a tiny dent in my car from that. This he Asian woman. I didn't know. She conjured it up from the spirits or something. But it was like, what the, I don't even know, like, how, like, why like there was no reason she had plenty of room to get in i know i don't i just don't understand it's not people not like being being aware being aware Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's an annoying (laughs) one super frustrating i got this other thing that um uh when people make a lot of noise while eating oh like moaning and shit yeah my brother used to do this thing that we'd give him crap for all the time he'd be the the kitchen table for breakfast and you'd be eating cinnamon toast crunch or something and you'd, you'd hear this slowly coming out while he chewed you'd go I was seeing <laughs> it sounds like a motorcycle that has a bad idol <laughs> <laughs> I dated uh what's that? I always I saw a dude for a while who uh who would like straight up moan through if he was eating something he liked he would just be like mm, oh my god mm, I'm a little bit mm, of that guy mm, I have to say even mm, and even it's funny I, I don't like the the while eating but I'm the guy who is at the table who if I'm really enjoying it, I'm like oh this is <laughs> this is just so good which you haven't heard me do yet because we ate at bombers yesterday <laughs> we haven't eaten a meal we we've enjoyed a, yet we've like enjoyed that much where i'm just like Ooh, oh, yeah it was just... the bomb at bombers or yeah. it was comedy club food which is yeah. fine it's decent but it's not moanable it is kind of funny that like we're on a comedy club weekend and we had a meal that bombed at <laughs> bombers like we ate it Literally at bombers. <laughs> it's like it's in the name. It's in the. How could we not know? <laughs> we have not seen how that coming. We, all the signs were there, literally and figuratively. 
<laughs> How did we not see that bomb coming? I know. I know. <laughs> we saw the late night Friday, Friday late, late show coming. We saw that. We oh my. We goodness. expected that bomb. I, I told Carmen about that Friday late show is because uh, you can always tell as a comic how the energy is pretty quickly and. Carmen is great at corralling energy and getting people on board and getting them freaking ready, like, and jazzed and super energetic, right? Yeah, I prepare, you know, hey, listen, I, 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 I tell them, hey, we're going to have some joy. Yeah, that, it's, it's great. Yeah. You set the plate, like, perfect. And on that Friday Late Show, uh, I could I could hear, like, you, like, kind of, like, going in a little bit more than some of the other shows. Like, come on, guys. I mean, we can really do a little bit better than this. <laughs> And then, uh, so I'm 10 minutes into uh, my set, and I told Carmen, I just had this thought like, frick, I've got another 50 minutes with these people. Oh, I want to get out of here. Like, when you realize you have 50 minutes left, like, that's such a chunk of time where you're just like, oh my goodness, this is such a mess. I'm already spent. Yeah. Yeah. I've already exhausted all my resources on this crowd. It's almost like if you're like one of those teenagers where you're about to have sex with somebody and you come too fast and then she like is obviously still ready to go and you're like, ah, I don't know what to give you. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> That's all my life juice I just gave you. So uh, uh, you want to watch TV? Or- no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do anything, do you? Okay. Okay. You're just going to sit here and stare at me. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> fantastic it's fucking brutal it's so brutal i never and and that's the thing i i get so frustrated with that because it's like why are you fight why are you fighting it like that's always the whole thing and i get i get people are tired and and that's usually the problem with late show friday is and it's been talked about (laughs) at nauseum in the comedy community for sure but yeah it's just people get off of work and then they go tie a couple of on which is a alcohol is a depressant (laughs) so then they have by 10 10 30 they have no energy left because they worked all day and they fucking so um yeah it's super frustrating. It just sucks my soul out, though. Yeah. Because I am so high energy, and I feed off of it. And then it's just almost like, you ever been around a person who refuses to feel good? Mm-hmm. You, if you're in like a group of friends, they're like the they're they're like a succubus of fun. Yeah, they're the dementor energy. of the group. Yes. Yeah. Where everybody and it'll be like a fun riff everybody's just ha- jumping in on it everybody's having a good time we're all singing in the car it's a fun road trip or whatever and then somebody that fucking black cloud comes in and it's just like no oh, fucking i'm eeyore and i hate everything yeah. you know what i mean and it's just like oh come on oh, oh bother yeah <laughs> i don't know about this and it's not even like somebody being sad it's just somebody hating how much joy everyone else is having <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah. not even like i'm depressed i can't give you what you want it's uh i'm a fucking bummer and there's a goddamn difference there's a big difference we had a bunch of eeyores in that crowd yeah we did Carmen, i'm not gonna buy into what you're selling <laughs> all right maybe i just don't deserve to laugh <laughs> what a sad <laughs> outlook on life to be that guy i don't deserve this i do think eeyore was kind of like you know what i mean he's like i got a free apartment but doesn't have central air yeah, like it would nothing would ever be good my enough tail for never sticks to my body <laughs> so am i even truly a donkey i don't know <laughs> who knows jesus eeyore <laughs> go to therapy eeyore, you fucking you're, psycho man you're scaring us <laughs> 
Eeyore was quite literally the opposite of Tigger. Like Tigger was like amphetamine. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was it, like Tigger was definitely on Adderall. I think that's why he was orange. He oh just, yeah. He just had yeah. taken yeah. so yeah. many it, fucking Eeyore, Adderall. Eeyore, if it was under Tigger Woods, uh, Eeyore was heroin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tigger was Adderall for sure. And then uh, Pooh was obviously marijuana because he always just wanted to eat some fucking honey, dude. Yeah. He just had the munchies all the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And then... Um, Who was the see. other one? I think yeah. the rabbit was the snitch, right? Or was that the owl? I'm try- Now I'm trying... I think the rabbit... Because the rabbit was the stick in the mud, right? I think so. Yeah, the so, rabbit was. So, yeah, the rabbit was probably straight edge. And then uh, maybe the owl was like LSD or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because he was always trying to drop wisdom on yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it was really just a testament to what drugs you should and shouldn't do. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> What else you got? Let's see. I've got. Uh, oh well, you you thought this one was weird. I told you about it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of grass and mud. Um, uh, just because you know, I, I I hate to be the one to tell you this. Truth, yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the earth is covered in grass. And Here's mud. the thing. I like grass and mud under my conditions, which means. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm a very uh, particular person about um, cleanliness. I'm very uh, clean in specific ways. Uh, you got a touch them, of the OCD? Uh, maybe. Maybe I got a tinge. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm definitely, I definitely grew up super germaphobic with certain things. I've gotten better at it. But I mean, yesterday, uh, like the gelato, like once I gave, you know what I mean? I wouldn't mix, you know, I don't go back and forth with people like on the eating of stuff, like the gelato. Like oh, once gotcha, I gave you, you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Once yeah. I gave you the strawberry, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm done. Like I had that first bite of your, uh, that's why I gave you first bite too. Right, exactly. Because I give, I give, bite. yeah. Because I give people, because some, I know some people are weird about sharing. So yeah. it's like this is a fresh spoon. You get to have some. Right. Go you give me first bite, and then you're like, "Do you want another?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good." And then I had already given you with a fresh spoon the the strawberry, mm-hmm. and then we're done. <laughs> and then we're the done. transaction <laughs> is complete. Transaction complete. <laughs> and I really liked yours, so I was like, "Man, <laughs> uh, this sucks to be me right now." <laughs> I wanted a second bite, but my body's like, "Nope, you're not doing that. Mm-mm, you'll die." Uh, pretty much. Uh, so the grass and mud under my terms is like uh i wear i like to know where i'm going uh because i wear specific shoes for that and this is partially of like i like to keep my shoes very like clean Clean, and specific Mm -hmm. so if somebody's like yeah we're just gonna go outdoors now i'm like no 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 i'm wearing i'm (laughs) what's outdoors yeah yeah exactly i'm like i'm wearing are we walking in a park where there's a path yeah i mean i'm wearing my all whites right now (laughs) and listen so uh, no spontaneous hiking trips with you. No, no. I, I like things that are uh, that are planned out in that regard. Unless it's a it's a loose barometer where you're like anything can happen. Uh, as far as like what we're doing over the weekend, if that's the case, I have my specific shoes for the for that moment. For that, yeah, you know for, what I mean? yeah, your all terrain. Because there, I I literally have shoes that have never touched grass or mud. They've only touched concrete or sidewalk. Really? Yeah, I've got multiple pairs of shoes that have only touched sidewalk and never touched grass. What's your favorite kind of shoes? Do you get like cuz you seem like a sneakerhead then if that's the case. Um, like, it's no? interesting. I'm I'm a sneakerhead to a point, but but I'm a I'm a very like um I'm I think you have to have more money to have <laughs> 
That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? I mean, I, 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 yes, but also I know poor people that will like, they'll just save money too. for, the, they'll have the three pairs of Jordans and then they'll have the two of the shittiest pairs of shoes I've ever seen. I'm like, you're hurting your back to have these shoes that you wear once once every three months. I don't think I own a pair of shoes that, that cost more than like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, that I can be a true sneakerhead. I've mm-hmm. never waited in line. I just like having different pairs of shoes and I like keeping them nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. And then through comedy and stuff, we're fortunate we get given some stuff every once in a while. Oh yeah, Josh so, Wolf got Josh me Wolf. sweet, sweet, sweet Pumas. Pumas. Yeah, they're I, nice. Like the, the, my uh, Puma uh white high tops that I was wearing last night. Those mm-hmm. are one of my pairs of shoes that have never touched grass because they're so white that I just have to keep them clean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's gotten some on his, his show, Controlled Chaos. It's amazing if you uh, are not aware of that, look that up online. But yeah, so I've gotten some free shoes from that. And I think I just like having shoes more than like being a true sneakerhead and like doing like mm-hmm. I wouldn't spend I can't spend $500 on a pair of shoes. Yeah. My body and and how hard I've like struggled over the years just to make amends make, and make $500 yeah. Just make 500 and how long <laughs> that takes. Remember how much effort it takes for you to acquire $500 and yeah. just like nah, I how, can't. How many shows? I, yeah. Do you know do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my my brain like that way does not compute I'm like for a thing that could touch grass and mud. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing where it's like, even if I had a ton of money, I don't know if I could if ever that would break be. that. What do you think that thing would be? Everybody's got a thing that they would have no problem spending a fuck ton of money on. Like for me, I, I would drop, if I had a lot of money, I would drop a lot of money on like, um, sunglasses probably oh really i have a sunglass That's interesting. i have sunglasses i have a collection of them most of them are all yeah. cheap but they're all kooky so i think if i had a lot of money i would drop because i remember once uh when i i think i came into some money or something i had like a really good merch month or something i bought like a hundred dollar pair of sunglasses yeah and and i still have them and i used to lose my sunglasses all the time but i was like i'm not fucking losing these i spent a hundred dollars on fucking sunglasses so i think i might that would be some place where i would probably like waste my money is you know what I mean? Like a sure. frivolous purchase or or custom chucks. Those are my things. Oh, if okay. I can get uh, if I can get some cool custom chucks. But again, even those those are like a hundred bucks. It's not even that. Yeah, expensive. on the on the spectrum of shoes, that's not crazy. Super cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cheap. I think for me, for something, my <laughs> mine is all stuff that I would want for uh to be. It all requires all my things that I want like have to they have to be in a house. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it has to. I, I'm gonna have to save so much money to get to the things that I actually want mm-hmm. to. Like, I it would be because I would love to have like a home uh, uh, recording studio, like the glass, like the big board, like everything, yeah. like mics, mm-hmm. and all that stuff is so tremendously expensive. Oh yeah, that like I would I would want to have a room like for that, like where I could have like instruments on the wall and all that stuff to be able to pick up yeah, and have people jam room. and all, all you know that stuff. You know who's got that? Johnny Depp. <laughs> wow. You've been over to... Uh... One of his houses. Dude, you know, like just down the street from the comedy store, uh, there is a road that goes up and curves around and he owns every single house on that road except for one. Some old dude o- that refuses. Owned that refuses to sell to him. 
And I think that is so funny. That is funny. But the house that I, it was like one of those things where it was like a, a Doug Stanhope hang or whatever, because they're buddies or whatever. Yeah, so I yeah, never yeah. met Johnny, but I was in that house. In the house that we were into was like the quote unquote music house. So there is literally a wall of guitars. You know what I mean? There's all of these instruments. There's all of these percussions and shit like that. So everybody, you know, you just grab a jambe and just start fucking, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so I do know what you mean. That's I think so that cool. I think that would be. There was no recording studio though, so maybe yeah. you know, fucking pick up your pace, Deb. Yeah, Seriously. I want stuff like that. Like I want a pool table, but you can't have a pool table in a one bedroom apartment in LA. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. there's stuff like that where I'm like, uh, so you I, got some I, bigger ticket. There isn't like one thing that you would own a lot of. Like you don't collect. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like I think at this point in my life, like I used to, I used to love collecting like action figures and stuff, and I've got. I still have tons like in my mom's house back in Kansas uh, and that kind of stuff. And I used to collect like a lot of knives uh, when I were a knife guy. Yeah. When I was a kid, little kid, like I love knives. I'm from Kansas. Like we would go uh, like to shoot guns and stuff like uh, and if I still lived in Kansas, I probably would be a gun collector because we my dad had tons of guns, like mm-hmm. tons of different kinds of guns and stuff like yeah. that. And it was just like a normal thing because you would, we would use them for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to whatever. To go hunting, hunting fishing, hunting whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like I got a uh, a double barrel uh, twenty gauge shotgun for my thirteenth birthday for my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's normal. Yeah, that was normal. <laughs> and I was in the NRA, so there you go. Things were different back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just the youngest member of the nra they're I, trying to get you in at I like mean, six yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah where you know the hat's so big it pushes down your ears and makes <laughs> <laughs> it makes your ears stick out real far no i'm one of i'm one of the, the members of the nra <laughs> i clean my own gun and everything yeah. <laughs> i can't hear anything because i've shot too many guns and not worn proper ear protection but don't worry about me <laughs> wait what huh? <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! I like uh, I like a shooting uh, the guns. It's fun. Um, oh, it's so fun! I went. Uh, a buddy of mine took me when I was uh, one of the last times I was in Orlando. He took me to shoot a Tommy gun because you know I got a little really? bit, I got a little bit of a mob vibe, you know. And I yeah. so I've always wanted to be like. Listen, I shot a Tammy gun. Okay. And it was so it was so fun. I get why people shoot the ceiling out because it does. It's rapid firing and, you know, I'm not a huge man. Yeah. So it's hard. Like, I'm constantly having to fight it to keep it down. Sure. And, uh, but it was exhilarating to shoot for sure. Of course. The, um, the biggest kick on a gun that I shot was when I was a teenager as a, uh, as a 357 Magnum pistol. Oop. Yeah. Those things literally, you'll have your hands out and, and you'll go boom. And it, it makes your hands fly back all the way to a 90 degree angle. Yeah. It's such a kick. Shoots it up. Especially mm-hmm. for like, a smaller person yeah for a 13 year old kid yeah. yeah like that like i shot it and i was like my hands were shaking after i was like okay this is too much power to wield for a teenager that's always like my, my criticism for places that have like uh like michigan and um like uh washington like places that are cool with pot and guns is yeah. I was like, the funny thing is those being cool with both of those things like creates this weird Venn diagram it's a of weird synergy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird yeah. Venn diagram. Like, so then it's to me, I always just imagine like some pothead in a gun range that just has an existential crisis because they realize how much power is in their hands. You're just like, fuck, dude, like that's insane. Like I can't, 
I mean, I could have killed somebody just now. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta call my mom. This is like a lot of Dude, power for anyone. To my action, <laughs> I don't know. This what's... is a lot of power for one person to wield. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's so heavy. It's too much. This is heavy, dude. <laughs> do you want to do it again? Fuck yeah! Let's smoke a bowl and yeah, do it again. Absolutely. Dude. <laughs> it scares me, but it also interests me. It piques my interest, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also like, uh, like. The sun is very annoying to me. The sun? Yeah. You mean the thing that, the giver of life? The yeah. source of all energy? Yeah, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the sun. Is it just because you're a pale white boy? I'm a pale white guy. I sunburn really easily, and I've been told by doctors to stay away from it. So I'm like freaking like, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know? Don't go there. Like, be a vampire, please. Pretty it's for much. Your own good. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- I've been recommended that. So <laughs> it's like. A, Have it's, you considered a goth lifestyle? <laughs> oh, I don't think I'd look good with with uh, the dark hair <laughs> and the eyeliner and the and the the dark. And the, and eyebrows. The, yeah, well, that and also the white makeup. It's almost like you have to white yourself any, it, even more. Yeah, you have to whiten yourself up yeah. even more. Yeah, the sun is annoying because I do burn so easily. So sun, and I also don't like sunscreen because I know that's the thing that's protecting me. But it's also, there's like, it's just like all oily and like the smell and everything. And I have to coat you myself. You like coconut, re- cocoa butter, coconut smell? My wife actually tropical? likes the smell of sunscreen, but I, I don't like, I just get annoyed with it. I'm like, oh, I just have to cake it on and I have to keep reapplying it. And it's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's certain things like certain people don't realize, like uh, when you're, th- when you're as white as I am, you really like, really have to take care of your skin. Otherwise it gets like really thrashed really quickly in the sun mm-hmm. how quick how quick do you burn is it like 15 minutes hour. really yeah oh yeah and and the thing that kind of sucks for me is some people burn and it tans i burn and i go back to being white that's it it sucks like it's just i don't red bronze. and then fades yeah. yeah yeah like my sister is see one i burn people. and then tan my sister can turn brown she's like you know she's white as well same mom same dad but like she has something in her her skin a different like part of the watkins side or the other yeah, side her melanin's way more chill it's, dude. On, it's way more chill <laughs> like she, where she'll turn brown as a bear if she starts like being out in the sun and like mm-hmm. being going to the pool like every week or whatever she's like noticeably more tan by the end of the summer yeah and i'm just like nope i just got burns and more moles and more more freckles (laughs) (laughs) we just gotta get your freckles to connect that's Uh, all oh i look like a a solar like i look like (laughs) look like the solar system when i take my shirt off it's just like stars just all over it's like okay this is sagittarius right here (laughs) this is orion's belt This is all good. You can put the constellation app on your back and yeah. like, look, here's Aries. People start connecting the dots on my arms. It's this whole freaking thing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like the sun. Fuck the sun. Get out of here, sun. Get but the moon, here. let's talk about the moon. <laughs> the moon's a shit, the dude. Moon, man, you can't get sunburned from the moon, dog. There's no moon burns, but there is no, there's moon, no moon burns. burns. No. Did you ever... Did you grow up around people who thought mooning was hilarious? Like the act of showing your butt to people? Yeah, we have a mutual friend that used to do that so often. Really? Yeah. 
Laura Ooh. Bites used oh, to moon everybody all really? the fucking time. Yeah. That wouldn't, for whatever reason, that's funny to me. I don't see her doing that. She would just moon. And then my friend Jody always is always moon. Like she posts moon pictures. So she'll be in like Jesse Joshua Mae Tree. Jesse does that a lot. She, she'll post, yeah, she'll post like a moon picture in Joshua Tree or in the Grand Canyon or yeah. whatever. It's, it's, it's like always a butt picture. But I don't know if it's a butt picture or if it's really like a moon a Mooning. funny moon thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I used to do that in like uh, in cars on road trips all the time. I was that kid. They I would, was. Stick my butt out the I window. I had a crush you know? on that kid in my high school. Nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> oh, always, a, always a jokester. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Devin was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was driving, so, you know, oh, I didn't gotcha. have to see it. You so saw his he didn't face. Me. Yeah. And you're like, ah. <sighs> <sighs> Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Meanwhile, he's like, "Take that, you fucking moron!" It's like slowly zooming in on you. You're like, you're like drooling, and then you almost get hit by a semi on the other side. Dream, dream. Let me recorrect this real quick. (laughs) Yeah. um. (laughs) Just dreaming about. Wait, were you? So you're big. So you're moon. So you used to moon on people a lot. I used to moon people. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I don't do it as much anymore. I did it. I did it. Well, I did it for my friend. It, I did it last week. So I still do it. <laughs> I, still I, do it. I, I still do it occasionally. I used to do it. I, I have used to done do it. it. I, I did it last week. I'm doing but it right I, now. I did it last week for a buddy because we were at Denny's and uh, I thought it'd be funny to. Uh, we it was me and a group of friends. We were playing the claw machine at, at Denny's, mm-hmm. trying to get something. And while everybody's super focused, my buddy's outside smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. and he's just like, like watching us like act like idiots try to get something out of a claw machine yeah sure and so a bunch of grown men gathered i told him around to take claw. out his phone and mm-hmm. he's like what i'm like i motioned him take out your phone and like while everybody's like super intent on looking like mm-hmm. i'm looking too but i pulled my pants down and i had my butt out. like out just mm-hmm. like looking like i was intent at the claw machine too yeah. so he could just take <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna go around to the noticed. other side and while they're all intent in the thing you just put your butt up against the glass <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that would be good too that's a good alternate cut <laughs> yeah yeah nice alternate ending yeah for I'm sure a big fan rl stein yeah, yeah thanks absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a gem of a human rl right? stein He's brought me a lot of joy. He brought me, he brought like, that was my only introduction really to any kind of anything remotely horror. Cause I, my parents, well, not my parents, my dad never let me watch horror movies when I was a kid. He wouldn't let me watch. Why Why do you think that was? Do you think that he just didn't want you to deal with possible nightmares and stuff like that? I think to be completely honest, I think it's because his brain is so fucked up. Like he's rapid changing bipolar and shit so he already had night terrors and he he already was murdering people in his dreams regularly no more gas on that yeah so he didn't want me to have those kind of yeah he's looking out for you yeah so but also i don't have the same kind of fucking brain so it didn't bother me yeah (laughs) did you ever watch uh like eerie indiana do you remember do you remember that show or are you afraid of the dark i loved are you afraid of the dark that was great I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark? And that's the other reason why I love Goosebumps is because... They go back to back, right? A lot of times? Or different different networks? I, different I different networks, but okay. like they were both essentially the same thing, like pre-teen and teen horror, which were always... When I go back and like... 
I went back and watched a Goosebumps with like uh, like a nephew or your niece or something like that or like a cousin. I mean, and uh, and I was like, oh, this is so fucking cheesy. Like I can't believe. I loved it. I can't believe I ate up this camp so bad. Did you see the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black? I did not. Um, he is phenomenal in it. He, yeah. Like I mean, Jack Black is just great in general, but like mm-hmm. he works so well for kids movies. He plays R.L. Stein in it. Oh really? That's he's cool. like he basically the the premise behind it. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. I saw this in theaters <laughs> with Eric Griffin <laughs> while we were on the road. I was like, "Let's go see Goosebumps." He's like, "All right," yeah. <laughs> and he loved it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, basically, this kid moves into this house, and then um, he realizes uh, that he moved in next to the author R.L. Stein of mm-hmm. Goosebumps, and Jack Black plays. R.L. Stein and uh, basically this kid uh, opens up some of uh, R.L. Stein's books and they start coming to life. Oh shit! So the dummy or the, the dummy mask, comes yeah. out of yes, exactly. I have a Goosebumps shirt with me right now that has that dummy on it. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I, awesome. I had how many of them did you have? I had a fuck ton of them. That was like my of the actual books like, or of the books. Like I remember when when I was younger, it was like. All the chicks read Babysitters Club for some yeah. reason. Yeah, uh, we and I never I, read any of those. I grew up with Hardy Boys. Yeah, Na- Nancy Drew. Yeah. I, had, I fucked with Nancy Drew a little bit, yeah. but I only had like four or five of those. Um, but it was mostly Goosebumps books. That was like the shit that, that was like anytime a Scholastic Book Fair was into town, Mama would fucking stock I up. What book series are bigger? And Amelia Bedelia. Did you ever fuck with her? That uh, bat shit crazy made. <laughs> yeah, I guess it'd be like the Harry Potter books for some kids. I'm trying sure. to think of other books. Like, I just feel like there's not as many book series as there was for us, and obviously like our parents and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there would be because everything's so accessible on the internet. Yeah, and there's way more. There's way more audio books and shit. Like it's yeah. l- it's less of a collector thing. I guess for for me, like growing up, there's <laughs> there's this thing, and I don't know if this was. I don't know if this was a religious thing or not. There's this book series called Wally McDougal. That sounds religious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just because the name is so fucking cheesy, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people didn't have that. Anyway, uh, moving along, moving right along. <laughs> so which, which really, so you were raised really religious. Which, mm-hmm. which religion? Protestant, Christian. Mm-hmm. And there was this, uh, it was this uh, sect called Church of God Holiness. So it was very strict Protestant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like that's like the the Pentecostal version. Like it was almost no. like that strict. Like well, Pentecostal is speaking in tongues, and I've been to one of those churches, and uh, uh, you know if that's your thing, cool, cool. But uh, it freaked me out. Uh, it was a little bit too much for me. <laughs> uh, that's even more. That's he's even, up on the showmanship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it. You're praising the Lord. Uh, but it, we went one time as like a favor to like my dad's friend that kept inviting us over and was like, yeah, you should really check out our church. And we're like, yeah, this isn't our speed. Yeah. It's strict in a different way. That's what I mean. How is it strict? Like Pentecostal strict, like chicks can't we like, they called me a harlot once. Like the, the, I was dating a dude whose family was Pentecostal. And then I, it was also the 1920s. I'm a a time traveler, but (laughs) barring that, Because it was just because I was wearing a pair of tight capri pants. Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. I was a hard, and like, you're not allowed to go to the movies because then you're consuming, uh, you know, the, like you're worshiping shit, f- like stuff of the earth. That's how some of, that's how some of the, the, and we like veered away from the Church of God Holiness sect after a while because it was uh, like, 
There is very strict. There's some like some of the things like they look down on. It was almost like you weren't allowed to have any joy. <laughs> yeah, they looked down on women who wore certain jewelry or makeup, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was pretty intense in, in certain regards. So we kind of le- uh, leaned a little bit more towards like uh, Baptist and more, and then eventually like more like kind of non-denominational, where it's just more just like. Uh, it's the teachings in the book, but we're more updated with the times kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you're keeping it, yeah. It's not stuck in a certain era of like, we're mm-hmm. not going to do this, this, and this because we think that it's blasphemy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a, you, you understand context. Sure. Or like It's almost like you can read the book and go, oh, I get the teachings part. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. to, yeah. You don't, you're not thinking that those fish are literally, fish. you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like, uh, yeah. There's a moral to the story. That's the whole point. Like yeah. any good storybook, you know? For sure. Sure. <laughs> are you, would you consider yourself still really religious? Uh I I'm I'm a very spiritual person. It sounds very LA to say, but um, I don't think I, that I qualify as a super religious person because I don't uh, like read the text and I don't um, I don't go to like Sunday church. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I still believe in God and I still pray every day, but I don't I don't really I'm I have a bad taste of organized religion from over the years of uh, of me just being in it. Uh, yeah, for sure. So much. And, and kind of also, when you're forced to do something when you're a kid, it, it puts a different kind of perspective in your head with certain things. And I think that if, had I not been so forced to, we're going to, we, you have to go to church today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, we're going whether you like it or not. I think that had it not been quite like that, I might, maybe have I might be more open to, like, I might keeping, be, yeah, yeah, I might be more open to it. But it, it, I think that I have a, a little bit of a negative connotation now with the organized part of religion versus I'm much more about on the spiritual side of being a good person and like, uh, yeah. you know, more the golden rule and stuff like that and living by that and, and more going so by the teachings rather than like the literal translation. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's exactly. just like if you read Beowulf and you got, oh, I get what this is about, you know, and you read the book and you're like, oh, be, don't be a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you just, <laughs> you just exactly. try to be Try to look out for other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't rob and steal and kill. And, and okay, sure. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. 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 That's where I'm at with it. So <laughs> I think and that's the, a, I think that's a good place to be with it. Another thing. Hmm. Poop in <laughs> You don't like poop? I don't like I mean, poop. I don't know anybody that likes poop except for people Dog that are into scat. Dog poop in your shoes. Oh, yeah. Well, I know you... that's another thing that goes along with shoes, but he, that's a specific thing because it doesn't matter like how nice the shoes are or whatever. Just in general, if you get freaking dog poop, and I've also had duck poop in my shoes that, that happened earlier. Duck poop? Man, like, that's... Because I was, I was walking next to a pond. Oh, that's back in Kansas. Uh-huh. So... And those are both very distinct, horrible smells. Yeah. So you you know pretty quickly whether or not you have it because you smell it. You're walking on it after you've left the scene of the crime. Mm -hmm. And it is so hard to clean out. Like mud is one thing to clean out. Yeah. But cleaning poop out of a shoe is I it's so disgusting. You gotta buy a toothbrush and then it's a whole freaking thing. Yeah. What was funny is I was uh, when I was I was in Spain with a friend of mine and we were walking and then uh, we were just like walking around the city and then he stepped and he goes 
fuck, I just stepped in shit. And I was like, what? I was you like, how do you? Yeah, he was like, you you can t- just, you know, the the second your foot goes all the way down, you're like, that's shit. Yep. I have shit on my, and then we had to stop and he took a stick and was like cleaning out the grooves and uh. stuff like that. And just because it was like, I have shit on, and, and they were, they were fucking dope ass shoes. You know what yeah. I mean? To be fair, they were fucking beautiful. Gum too. Yeah. Gum? And they were all, oh. all whites with a, with like a red accent, Jordans. No. They were fucking beautiful. You got poop on those. You got poop on those, I dude. I don't like that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sad but it was so funny because he was just like we can't go anywhere i have to tend to this matter yeah. right now well you have to yeah it's a time set. it's literally a ticking time bomb yeah like when i stepped stepped in the duck poop i had other things to do when yeah. i was back in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> i had to drop all those things i went inside clear my schedule <laughs> yeah i had to grab a uh, freaking hot like like water to kind of like like dab like on a paper towel and mm-hmm. then i had to smack my shoes together outside to, to, yeah, to get to it get out of the, there all the yeah the chunky and, shit yeah and then um yeah it it's finally gross got it off sucks. Of there, but it was it was the whole thing yeah <laughs> yeah his eventually got clean too but it was just fun because he's also doing it on one foot but there's also a thing in that, the like, middle of the street there's also <laughs> the ghost of that dog poop will be on that shoe forever <laughs> And that's that's the thing that's real frustrating to me as a very clean person is like I the shoes that I've stepped in with poop like they they've gone down a notch in quality in my book even though I've cleaned them like of they're, course they're still they're tainted yeah 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 I think he feels the same because he he I think he has a touch of the OCD too like when we were on the flight he had like a Clorox cleanup wipes and was wiping everything yeah wiping the buckles and the whole nine like. He was like, I'm not, because this was right when they started talking about there being a virus before it had a name or anything like that. Yeah. He's on top of all that shit. And he's like, I'm not fucking getting sick. Yeah. And yeah. He's just so worried about getting he's sick. He's taking all the precautions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the minute, it was so funny because the minute, and that was <laughs> the other thing too, is he was commending himself for being a good shit off your shoe cleaner. <laughs> It was such a funny thing to be proud of. It's like the weirdest Boy Scouts badge you've ever <laughs> you had. Strange flex, dude. Strange yeah. flex. <laughs> uh, when I was a Weeblow, I got this badge and uh, I've kept it up for 20 years. <laughs> it's just the poop emoji badge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that, Jimmy? With a <laughs> shoe hovering over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got this back in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to do the gripe of the week. This is where people submit shit that they don't like, and then we uh, we pick a fave. We pick a fave. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see. Angelo Sinfraco's grave of the week is waiting five to seven days for a bank to return money they were able to take out instantly. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's super annoying because it's very easily reversible transaction because it's all digital at this point. Yeah. It's not like they have to wait until they have the actual cash in hand. Okay, so imagine this. Us as comics, this is something that we have to do. We have to purchase our flights ahead of time for gigs and then maybe get reimbursed in the future. Yeah, if they cover travel, which a lot of times they don't. A lot of times they don't. Mm -hmm. So think of that person writing in is that we have to deal with that all the time. (laughs) That's like literally part of our job is like spending money on things that may never be reimbursed. (laughs) Is this an investment? I know. I know. I hope it is. We'll see. (laughs) Matthew uh, Malin or Malin, however you say your last name is uh, his gripe of the week is they always schedule parent teacher conferences on days where school bond issues votes take place. School bond? What? 
Dude, that's a specific thing to you, bro. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Where school what? What is it? It's on days. It's on stays where school bond issue votes take place. So the voting takes place on the same day that parent-teacher conferences take place? I guess. I okay. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, you know, one of those... Uh, First of all, uh, when you schedule a parent-teacher conference, you have to... Tell you have to contribute as to when that happens as well. I think so. Yeah. Or do yeah, or do like, they say you have to, this? This is the night you have to be there or whatever. Oh, maybe it's like if they do I think all it's of like them. That. I think they do it like that. Otherwise, the scheduling would be a mess. Yeah, it's like a night. If I remember correctly, the parent teacher. Well, I was such there. a bad kid that I always had parent teacher conferences. Like on the reg. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was there was nobody else there. They were just yeah. talking to me about what a disruption I was. Yeah. And I was sure. like, well, fucking entertain me, bitch. Yeah. God, if you ain't, I'm going to pick up the slack. You know what I mean? I'll do a type five if you need to. Uh, <laughs> this is boring, bro. <laughs> what was funny is I was still good in school. So it was like a hard conversation for them because, you know what right. I mean? Because I would still. She I would shows get, so much promise, but she's horrible on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be the thing is like, but her grades are good. Like, what are you bitching about? And they're yeah. like, well, she's stopping other people from learning. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, give me something harder to do, bitch. Right. Thomas Israel's gripe of the week is America's obsession with putting sour cream on everything when crema is so much better. Hot take, boo. Hot take. Ooh. Well, all sour cream basically is is thicker crema. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the same. But so it's just it's really uh, I like a light sour cream. But if it's too like tablespoon like filled, do you know what I mean? Like the like the chunks big, like a, when they plop it on there yeah like a you don't want like you don't tacos? want a big dollop yeah yeah i don't want too big of a dollop mm-hmm. you yeah. want you want the you know the fucking uh, uh, whipped cream cans yeah. just squirt it around that would yeah. be kind of a cool if they could do that with sour cream i mean some places do like they some do? places have, they have a, i guess they have the guns the at, guns like, yeah chipotle and stuff mm-hmm. like that um which is a better it's a better a sour cream distribution i think it should just come in a fucking squirt bottle Instead yeah. of the tub. Instead of the tub. Yeah. But there's those people out there that. Yeah, but to me, that's still you're still just getting one mouthful of sour che- cream. I think it's way cheaper to produce that way. Of course it is, yeah. but I'm saying fucking, you know, <laughs> you'd, get, you'd get more people on the fence that are like you that don't want to that don't want to dollop. Spend a few cents. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Daisy but sour caught- cream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then they end up. If you have a gun and you, here's the thing. This is from their side. I'm playing okay. devil's oh, advocate. No, so, okay. 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 On their side, if we if they make guns for us, it's more controlled portions, right? You mm-hmm. don't waste as much. Therefore, you're not buying more product as much because with the tub, you don't really know how much, so you just start caking it on there, and then by the time you're, oh, I'm already oh, out of gone. this. Oh, the yeah, gun yeah, is yeah. like a consistent thing. That's another thing. You know, that's just a business thing that I'm thinking of on their side. That makes sense. That makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> um, Lisa Marie, her gripe of the week is coronavirus fear mongering. Wash your damn hands and think back to the days where we were all told our flesh would rot off due to Ebola. I mean, okay, two things. One, every like four years, there is a new quote unquote disease that's going to take us all out. And then... Like yeah, nine the, people die every, every bird, four years. The bird flu a while ago. Yeah, the avian bird flu. SARS. SARS. Uh, Ebola. That's another one. Uh huh. It, it happens every, like every four to five years, and then 
like a handful of people die from whatever the thing is, and then it, it and then it's fine. Yeah. That's been the pattern for like the last 25 years, as long as I can remember, I think. Two comedians get coronavirus from a small restaurant in <laughs> Schenectady called Bombers. Tonight's we top did, story. <laughs> we did feel ill. We did feel ill. I mean, but that's also, uh, that's also just got to be making everybody that has that touch of OCD or full blown OCD that of just anxiety ridden. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just because it's, you're already paranoid about getting sick or you're already paranoid about things being clean that like now there's this, there's this like looming. Well, yeah. If you're seeing the news and you're hearing about it all the time, of course you're, yeah, going to be afraid about it. But it's definitely annoying like for people. Like I get that. That's a pretty good gripe actually. The fear monger. It's like, yeah, wash your hands. You'll be all right. Like just don't don't put your hands in your mouth after you're traveling on planes and stuff. Yeah, and don't don't lick the fucking drop down table. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten pretty good about um, washing my hands right after I get off flights and stuff. Since you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I try to go to the restroom right after sure. a flight. Yeah, he. I don't like I don't like going on the to the restroom on the plane. Even I if I try to avoid it if I can, I try to pee right before the yeah. flight and then right after the flight. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to, I mean, that's why like a lot of times on travel days, I won't eat or drink very much just because I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to be that person who's, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> well, I think I it's just, to, I, I need to get, cause I'm a window guy. So me too. Me yeah. too. Um, so not only the, the, the mild inconvenience of getting people to s- stand up, it's also that toilet seems more like an outhouse than a toilet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it just seems grosser. So yeah. I just oh, yeah. would rather more concentrated. Plus, grossness. if there's any turbulence or anything like that, you know, I mean, dude, turbulence turns into turbulence. It's this whole <laughs> thing, dude. It's this whole freaking thing. Yeah, I think I've only ever, um, I think I've only ever gone to the bathroom on a plane like a handful of times, like maybe five times out of all the times I've ever flown, which is really done. Yeah, I do this thing if I, I do. It's it's just like uh, it's, it's also just, easier for you because you don't have to sit down. Right, it's a fun game when there's a little bit of turbulence and uh, you're peeing in the bathroom and you're just like whoa, <laughs> 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 like all over the place and you're just like trying to get it in. You know, it's great. Yeah, good times. But then, but then I go in and then there's piss all over the seat and that's disgusting. no. I always wipe. I always wipe. Oh, that's nice. I always wipe the seat if I get it everywhere. Oh, that's very sweet of I, you. Yeah, yeah. I told you I'm very, uh, very clean. <laughs> Try to look out for my. I do the person. same. Th- I do. This, I clean up other people's pee when I yeah, go. Yeah, I grab wads of toilet. It's disgusting. I yeah. grab wads of toilet paper and like, cause I'm not gonna sit down on freaking. Oof. It's gross. Yeah. It's just fucking gross. And if if everybody did that, if everybody just gave a little bit of a fuck, give man. a little bit. <laughs> give a little bit of a fuck for us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, but the the fear I mean the, the fear mongering it isn't just with the diseases. That's like a pretty broader thing. They're always trying to scare us into doing something or not doing something. Yeah. Justin Marcher's gripe of the week is Apple's helpful new text feature that auto replies, "Can I text you back later?" If you get 5 texts in a row from the same person, problem is <laughs> the problem is if that person is your boss and you're been ignoring their texts, planning to respond much later with a f- my phone died excuse then you have officially been f- screwed thank you apple so it's like an auto response like if somebody's texting you mm-hmm. uh, somebody's auto th- th- you the, the new apple texting will auto response can i text you back later 
except it's your boss texting you several texts. So they're responding that over and over and over again. Man, that sounds like white people problems to me. <laughs> oh, my new iPhone. Oh, it, it's it's making my life so convenient for me. I'm sorry. Oh, it's this real, real burden that I have to bear. I have the newest everything. It's just trying to get out of work, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm cool with that, that part. I love the getting out of the work part. I'm all about that. But uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Janae Burris's gripe of the week is oblivious hotel staff. Me and my friend have luggage and it's 3 p.m. And they ask me, how can I help you? We're here to enlist. And strangers talking to me while I'm eating. How about some fucking privacy? Okay, so you got double. You got double the ones. Um, well, you know, first of all, you know, it's th- they have to ask you, how can I help you? Yeah. With places, because I remember uh, when I worked for the Marriott back in the day, you had, there were like certain phrases. It was almost like you ever go to Chick-fil-A and they and you say thank you and they go, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. They have to say my pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Which is creepy. It's a chicken sandwich. It's not, you're not finger banging me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why is pleasure in it? I know it's not a pleasure. It's your job for it's you to give script, me my fucking sandwich. You know, sandwich. don't go off the script. That's what I'm saying. So I think some, some of these things, the people that work at these certain places have to say particular things. But also, yeah, if strangers t- talk to you while you're eating, I think that's fucking rude. Strangers talking to you while you're eating? Um, I, I don't so. That doesn't happen to me all that often, though. No, it's pretty rare. Maybe on a flight. I could see that happening on a flight. Oh, I will talk to people every once in a while on a flight, but um, uh, the good, the nice thing is like, uh, like earbuds is a big. Uh, indicator yeah it's a big indicator i always i always admire the people who see the earbuds and don't give a fuck start tapping you yeah they will still they'll commit to wanting to communicate with you so bad okay (laughs) i guess we're doing this for me it's just like oh you oh i've never been on a plane before (laughs) i don't know what etiquette is i don't know how this works I'm going to Schenectady. I'm are, gonna meet. are we flying to the same place? <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's my favorite? Yeah, whose gripe was your favorite? Was it the the bank? The obviously not the teacher conference because I don't even know what the fuck that was. Um, the sour cream one, the fe- the coronavirus fear mongering, or the uh, the apple sour feature. cream. Yeah? I think sour cream is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. That's a good gripe. Okay, cool. So, Thomas Israel, you get gripe of the week for America's obsession with putting sour cream on everything when crema is so much better. Boom. Yeah. Jeremiah, tell everybody where to find you and plug your stuff. I'm on the social medias at Jeremiah Standup, and you can go to my website, brand spanking new website, jeremiahwatkins.com, for tour merch. A bunch of stand-up videos. I post a lot of clips on my YouTube channel. Super fun stuff. And uh, my Instagram. So give uh, give that a follow. And uh, Carmen, thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Also listen to his podcast, show. Jeremiah Wonders. Jeremiah Wonders, yeah. Having a lot of good guests on lately. So check nice. it out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. Please make sure you write a nice little review on the iTunes. Tell people about us. If you want to email me, please do. Nosirpod at gmail.com. Follow us on all the assorted social media at No Sir Pod, at The Funny Carmen, at Jeremiah Stand Up. Fuck yeah. Thanks for coming on, buddy. We did it. We did it. Bye bye.
I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, s